Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to episode 249 of the After-Lodge podcast. Woo-hoo. Halfway to 500. This is After-Lodge Harlan. Uh, again, falling behind on the After-Lodge podcast publications. Um, we had some te- technical difficulties in the last show, but... Uh, Maybe sometime around Thanksgiving, we'll, we'll have <laughs> figured those out. Uh, I'm joined, as always, here in the After Lodge virtual studio by uh, worshipless producer Bruce. Good evening, everyone. Sir John. Howdy. Scotty from the block. Hello, everybody. And I just cannot follow the trumpet introduction there. That was fantastic. Uh, we're barking. Uh, I, we have I tighten. Big Jeff is. Uh, you know, it's, it's like he hasn't made a sound in forty-five in the forty-five minutes I've been on here, and literally the second Harlan clicks start, he starts barking. He hasn't well, yeah. made a sound in like the forty-five plus twenty shows I've ever been on. Right. <laughs> uh, I have no idea where Big Jeff or um, or Tony or Marshall are. It's Jeff is still AWOL. Well, the problem is, you know, you he was at Lodge he's Saturday. wandering in a glade. Oh, yeah? How's he doing? He was he was doing all right. Like a couple months now. After the meeting was over, he just didn't hang around after Lodge and uh, said he had somewhere he had to be. So maybe he's got other friends. He you joined the on us, Jeff? We he call him Lodge. Yeah. Well, he, he does have that other Lodge. I'm caught. Ooh. That he said he was debating from like a dozen times for our Lodge and. That, that is like, devious. He's um, and I was gonna nominate him to be our grand junior warden too. <laughs> Where are you? Betrayed. Well, or just like the junior warden of our lodge, but we call him the grand junior warden because our lodge is the grandest. Ah, can I ask a quick question? Why is yes, it our still shot for our YouTube feed? Is Tony with the necktie around his head. Oh my gosh. And the so, rifle. So I inserted cover <clears throat> art for that video. So that like, I, I just shared it. it just to be and I'm like, what in the shit? And then Google said you've never used cover art before, so clearly you want this to be your cover art for everything now. <laughs> and I need to go upload our actual like the Photoshop <laughs> album or Microsoft Paint album art. The thing that Bruce did like 20 years ago. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. Um, so so our uh, fireside, our, our file share host was also trying to do that. And I, I did have to go back in and replace it with the album art. Maybe maybe the, the algorithms just like it. Like they, they went through all the pixels and said, this computes to be hilarious. 
I'll just continue to use it. Because <laughs> when I think good humor, oh yeah, I think Al Alphabet Corp. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you think about some of the ways that they make ridiculous amounts of money, it, it is kind of a humorous commentary on the human condition. That is quite true. They all laugh at us while they, you know, cash their dividend checks and yeah. Now I'm just envious and sad. <laughs> <sighs> Google was my idea. Wasn't Google like funded our... by the government at one point? Okay, Napster. We got all our funny stuff out pre show. You know, we did, but some of it wasn't really we were talking about was kinda sad. I'm not gonna daddies. lie. There's there's some cluster figuring going on. Look, on just because I didn't know show, where the John. caucus mountains were doesn't mean anything. No, that was informative. We were we were learning about uh, the term yeah. Caucasian and where yeah, it John comes threw on the nerd hat and busted out the ethnic studies background and uh, yeah, had to Apparently, admittedly, admittedly, I still had to look it up because, like, I always get that, the Urals and the uh, uh, Balkans. By the way, the mountains, mountains there, beautiful. Around. Like, the pictures I saw on Google, I was like, dang. Like, picturesque. I, I feel like my ancestors... Is not a good idea, and I'm not but, talking about the state. I feel like my ancestors don't hail from Eastern... Well, no, they do hail from Eastern Europe. Never mind. I feel like John's ancestors do not from, from Eastern Europe, and um, yeah. Well, I'm Irish. Yeah, get that's Caucasian. kind of on that border. <clears throat> I can only go back to the French, all the way back to uh, mm -hmm. France. It's, it's, yeah. Well, it's back when like France actually fought in wars. Oh, that was a they've long always time fought ago. in wars. Yeah, I. Yeah, it was Crusades, actually. It was all the way back from Crusades. <laughs> that's, that's how long ago it was. So, uh, yeah. You know, I think, mm -hmm. much as I like to make fun of the French, a lot of that's really unfair. Like, Is it, though? Okay, but a lot of that's based on how they are now. I wasn't a yeah, lot. Like, like the, second, the Second World War is where a lot of that, like, poking at the French came from, but... You kind of got to look back to what they went through in the First World War. Yeah, I mean they they have and, places where grass will never grow. Yeah, and and to be fair, the French Foreign Legion are some of the scariest people on the planet. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's not like the 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 First War was like the Second. Like the Germans didn't just come rolling in. I mean, the French put up one hell of a fight, and we're doing it mostly alone for quite some time. Okay, but they had to use, like, Joan of Arc, a 12-year-old girl who supposedly was summoning God to help them, and then they ended up burning her at the stake anyway. Well, yeah, they didn't say they were smart. That was slightly predating World War One, but that's yeah, a good effort. It's a little before that. That was that was before... Oh, I didn't hear the World War That was War. before Rome was kind of expelled. we were still France. talking about old no. times. <laughs> that, was, that was also the Romans who didn't like the... Joan of Arc thing. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Your people, Bruce. Your that was French to me, Harlan. That was the, the Church of Rome, to be fair, not like actual Romans. There, there's a difference? <clears throat> yeah, uh, so... Uh, yeah, mine goes all the way back to uh, the original non-Knight Templar, Sir Hugh de Payen. 
So it's like that's as far back as I could go, and they just picked up their and up and sold all their crap and just said we're just going to defend people on the way to the Holy Land, and eventually they were sanctioned by the church. So it's like okay, really, Scotty, you 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 buy that story, do you? Well, yes, we're we're protecting pilgrims en route to Jerusalem. Like that's a okay. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the feel good story that all the yeah all the, uh, hippie masons want to hear. It's the lifetime channel story of the craft. It well, may not be entirely wrong, but it's probably not entirely complete. So, uh, well, at least in the you, beginning, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Are you on the are you on the IRCs there, Bruce? No. Oh. What a silly question. Is somebody on the IRCs? Well, I am now. I, I haven't been today. Or yesterday, for that matter. Um, we've been ha- I've been attending a, uh, a conference virtually, which, uh, if you've never done that, don't. It's terrible. The whole point of a conference and everybody being in one place is to make things slightly more efficient. Yeah, the only conference I've been to on, business happens. online has been a Masonic one, so efficiency wasn't part of the problem to begin with. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway, sorry to our, our brothers in the IRC channel who did not uh, didn't get the IR or get the. The YouTube livecast invite, uh, I just fixed that. But I guess if you're seeing this, you already knew. So, ah, I'm really bad at this broadcasting thing. <laughs> I feel like I'm not going to get a raise this year. Uh, well. When we do our performance evals in November. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'll put you up for a 10% bonus. <clears throat> kind of want to. I need a promotion. Well, you know, y'all mentioned the French. There is no higher position than Secretary Harlan. Uh, that's... There's Grand Secretary. <laughs> not, not in our lodge. That's true. I just said that our lodge is the grandest, so I guess I'm already <laughs> the grandest secretary. Huh. I was, I've was. i been watching that uh, show Turn, Washington Spies, <laughs> and the French have just showed up in, like, season two. And I'm going to tell you, like, I... Spoiler alert. The French are pretty badass in that. Well, they they had their day in the sun just like other superpowers. There was a there was a good couple hundred year span where France was was the world power. It was a long time ago. I see London, I see France. <laughs> Charlemagne. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, no. Oh, and then, yeah, we our before Lodge thing turned into my banter about why Caucasian isn't Anglo-Saxon, and then you said something about the Irish. And yeah, you asked, you asked why the, the term Anglo-Saxon is no longer used, and I said that's because half of our bloody country is Irish, and we're certainly not. A, a buddy of mine was in a... a uh, uh, law enforcement class, and it's funny because he went through the class 
a semester before I started actually teaching that class at Mankato State. Um, and our professor there, who it was policing a diverse society, and our professor there, I liked her. Tammy was a good, good egg, but every once in a while, a little dingy. Um, and she was referring to in the entirety of the class as Anglo-Saxons. She's like, you're all Anglo- Anglo-Saxon. Now, my buddy, Matt Riley, makes me look tan. Um, and also makes me look patient. And apparently turned a pencil into a projectile and bounced it off the chalkboard just behind her head. Because Irish aren't Anglo-Saxon. And he took quite the exception to that in a diversity class. Yeah. 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 So, Anglo is not a thing. Okay. Well, I mean, not traditionally here anymore. So what about what about like Persian? Is there a? No, I guess that's a different. I would argue that's still somewhat applicable, but it's just Persian and Iran are not interchangeable because Persia was a big place and Iran yes. is slightly different borders. So you can be Persian and not live in Iran. Well, yeah, I mean. I... When there was a Persia, you could be Persian and basically live, well, anywhere in most of Asia or the Middle East or Eastern Europe. Is it bad when I think of Persians? I think of, like, that tent uh, that, like, Xerxes was in on the 300 movie. Yes. That is, like, all kinds of <laughs> stuff. the least accurate movie that's ever been made. And I've seen all the Sharknados. <laughs> Okay. That, that being said, I would much rather watch 300 again. 300 is a great there's, movie. There's about 1% factual information in that movie. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, yes. There, here, here's where it starts and stops. There was a place called Thermopylae, <laughs> and there was 300 Spartans, <laughs> and the Persians showed up, and that's where it stops. But it's so, so good. It's so you so would call good. it, it is. like historical fiction, kind of like Nightfall, except, yes. well, not like Nightfall at all. <laughs> yeah, and I like Nightfall, but boy, is that some historical fiction. That that involves yoga. There's so much stretching. Look, uh, it's going got Luke there. Skywalker in it. You just I mean, Xerxes looked pretty cool. He was like buff, and he had the cool nose rings and stuff. He was a pretty man. Uh, but Xerxes, yeah, was weird. he was he was he was very very um, yes, very like androgynous from about mm-hmm. here, and then like built like a fire hydrant from the shoulders so, down. Did y'all ever see like the pictures of Gerard Butler like six months after shooting that movie? Like he's at the beach. He's got like a beer gut and he's everything. Got the gut and everything. Yeah, yeah. He just like f all this. I'm well, done. Because to have that body, you have to be an actual Spartan. No, I know. Man. Did you see the workout? Like that? Did you see the workout? No. It's crazy. It is. Cra- it was like CrossFit before CrossFit was a CrossFit. Like it was nuts. That was like pictures of uh, Vin Diesel in between a couple of movies where he's like standing on a patio of his either his, like his an apartment or a condo or whatever, and he's out on the on the porch smoking. And he's got the big old dad gut rocking. Yeah. And then like four or five months later, he's in the next. They start shooting the next like Fast and Furious eighty seven or whatever <laughs> the hell they're on. He's back to being just built like a brick shit house. Yeah, that's so unfair. Well, 
Well, I mean, I, yeah. I guess you make enough money, you can work well, out that's true, four yeah. hours a day. Yeah. That's... Also, just the genetic lottery is not exactly fair. Um, yeah, that's also very true. Have you ever seen that Mentos commercial? I think it is. Is it like the guy is like um, doing spray tans for this dude and then he pops a Mentos and then he spray tans him looking like he's got a six pack on his beer gut? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say people would pay good money for that. I'd... Yeah. The Mentos, the fresh maker. By the way, we're not endorsed by them at all. So, um, wait, yeah. are we? No, we're not. No. Interesting bit of bit of news. I don't know if that brothers would find entertaining or not. Actually, so there's a company, a Kickstarter company out there, or it's a company that did a Kickstarter called uh, Matthew and Michael Limited, and I just stumbled across this today on a lark off of one of the different sure. But they put out a game, and I mean they're just getting it up and running now because their Kickstarter closed on the second of July. But it's uh, it's probably not going to come across very well. But the game is on the square, the first three degrees, and it's got an expansion pack. And I bought it. I I, I pre-ordered it. I bought it. But it's it's basically Masonic chess in a way. But you start off as a worshipful master, you leave your station, and there's dice, and you have to make your way back around to your station in the east, and whoever makes it back to the oriental chair first wins. So, isn't this against, like, some rule somewhere about... Hey, I ordered it from the UK, so that's their problem. I mean, that's true. No, I mean, if you're... There's a difference between promoting a Masonic product and promoting a product as a Mason. It's a fine distinction, but it matters a lot. Um, that's why there's that cigar company that can manufacture a cigar for Masons, but they couldn't call themselves the Masonic Cigar Company. Right. Which is, this is Matthew and Michael Limited. Right. Like, like you could, you could, I mean, Fraternal supply companies do this same thing. Like they're making products for that's masons. Not, that's like, really not like, what I mean. I'm talking about them. like writing down the secrets. I don't. Th- I, th- what, I think it's more secret? just a uh, roll dice and move, and then there's uh, cards involved. Yeah. For apparently, there's like a summons card to throw your opponent off track, and a few of all other things. Well, I'm looking at the website now. I mean, but, if you uh, have to throw down some archaic Hebrew phraseology to to take the last position, then okay, maybe that's a different story. Right. But um, yeah, some incorrect yeah, they, Hebrew phraseology, by the way. But I we really can't get into that here. Save that for a uh, a tiled educational session. But yeah, so they sell <laughs> their their regular set, which is two to four players. And then there's an expansion set to add it to. I think. Uh, an additional five or six, but then you can order a, a set, a, a double set for your lodge that's personalized with your lodge name and number on the board and everything else. Quick, so, what's the, what's the convergent convergence rate for a pound to dollars? So right now, uh, let me let me tell you. Um, I was just looking at the cable earlier. Uh, right now, it is a Dollar fifteen 
and sixty-six hundredths of a penny yeah. per pound. So it cost me about wow, seventy. That's lower than I thought. I, yeah, I'm used yeah. to. I thought the euro was usually oh pounds. Never mind. They let me change it over to dollars. Hold on. You said pounds. I was looking at euros. Um, I know okay. fifty-eight pounds is roughly about seventy-one bucks. Because so the pound I'm today is, is one pound is about a dollar twenty-seven. So, so you that, can that, get that sounds a right. yeah. Worshipful master, all over print neck gator. That says worshipful master. Oh, you can get a worshipful master mug. Woo. Yeah, they sell a couple of swag bits based off of their game. Throw in a bumper sticker and a lapel pen, and I'll pay the shipping. The Lodge Edition is two games and uh, two. It says two. Lodge Edition two. Two games, two six, two to six player. There it is. Okay, I was reading it weird, uh, but you can get the very limited edition yeah. for six thousand three hundred fifty-seven dollars and fifteen cents. Almost worth it. Actually, I'll <laughs> I'll make a motion at at, at the uh, the block lodge and um, let them know that we've got the money. It's just sitting there doing nothing. Well, I mean, you guys spend that on dinner, right? So, oh, we had. I mean, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> once, <clears throat> yeah. Once. Liter- well, not that much, really, but uh, maybe like a quarter of that. Um, when when our lodges merged, we, um, my original lodge, went out for dinner with basically the guys that just played ring around the officers for several years because we had very low attendance. It was it was about it was just us with our wives and some kids. And uh, we went over to a restaurant that kind of had a private area. And um, I think it was a, the, the lodge was w- willing to cover the complete meal for up to $2,000. And we darn near hit it. And uh, Jesus. yeah, and that covered alcohol, too. And everyone was like, alcohol, we're a Masonic Lodge. We can't we can't pay for alcohol. And we were about to merge. And we we're going to be like, what are they going to do? Arrest our charter? Let's do it. So, did it make you feel dirty? Did no, like- it made me feel like it was it was making Freemasonry um, Masonic again. Uh, uh, I don't. I feel like identifying Freemasonry with the consumption of alcohol is how we ended up with alcohol prohibition. No, we ended up alcohol prohibition because of dirty politicians making deals on the side. The, the was, mixing of masonry and, and alcohol is how we got to the shrine. Yeah, well, well, no, the mixing of the unmixing of masonry and alcohol is how we got the shrine. <laughs> the shrine always existed, John. It just used to be in the tiled lodge instead of somewhere right. else. <laughs> right. I'm not saying it's the alcohol that made the lodge. I just said, it, you know, for me, it's just it was the first time with a lot of these guys I was actually able to go out and have a drink with them. Uh, one, one brother um, had just come back to lodge after many, many years of uh, his wife fighting cancer. And uh, she had passed away and lodge became his second home. And since COVID started, he's kind of stayed home more, which I, he's, he's older guy. But he told, he told me after about two drinks in and he started to relax and he was like, you know, 
this is the first time I've actually had any fun since my wife passed away. And to me, that was that, you know, it's worth it. Like just getting to hang out with your, with your buddies. Um, you know, it meant a lot. Well, did Bruce ever come back or is he just, he had a poop, I think, right? Oh, so he'll be gone for a while. Um, great. I was going to talk about Lodge since he wasn't there. Uh, we had... I'll, I'll eat some time and say, uh, by the way, happy birthday to our most recent guest, James McNeely. Today is his birthday. Oh, oh well. I don't happy know birthday. how old he is because he's grayer than a storm cloud, so I can't, but he's probably younger than I am. <laughs> Well, I guess that depends on a lot of things. I mean, he could be married with children and 55 or living the bachelor life and 105. You know, it's a... <laughs> um, I say that as I was looking in the mirror today and thinking, oh, wow, what is happening to me? A lot of gray yeah. in there these days. Wrinkles and gray and... It's mostly the... <laughs> Mostly the facial wrinkling. I've got this uh, forehead furrow that's just starting to set in permanently. So oh, yeah, that'll happen. See, I've I have never... to start stealing my wife's uh, cosmetic products and get that Olay going. I, I've never been a, a, a smoker, so not I've never smoked anything, not a cigar or cigarette. So I've n- that'll help. Yeah, no, nothing, none of none of it. Never smoked a thing. And if, I guarantee you, if I shaved my face completely and had my hair cut shorter, because if I'm not wearing a hat, you could see the gray on the side. But if it was cut short, you couldn't see it. I'd look like I'm 12. Yeah, me too. That's why I uh, that's why I let this thing live on my face, um, because nobody wants to. Uh, nobody wants to. to Take legal advice. Yeah. yeah, it looks like he's thirteen. Oh, hello to uh, brother Howard. We have somebody in the in the YouTube chats. There's never anybody in the YouTube chats, and I think this is How rare time I've said that. So maybe there always is someone. In the chats. Well, I've been I've been keeping an eye on it for a while. So the, the, if there's one person, it's usually me. But we have four, so I'm. Yeah, I'm thoroughly no, good impressed. Stuff. Welcome, brothers. Welcome. Um. God we we never really used that as a, a medium for communication until until we brought uh, Chuck on. Like the, the king of no pants made this made this cool. So Which honestly we totally should have. Like everybody uses YouTube. Yeah. No, I, I, maybe we've been doing this all wrong. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's way more people use YouTube than I I learned that today, Bruce. Right. Huh. Well, back in my day, I never would have guessed these YouTube (laughs) videos got like 200 million views. Back in my day, done that with 100,000 users. Yeah. Yep. That that that's sad. Actually, like (laughs) run-of-the-mill YouTube videos have more views than the entirety of Dalnet's network in its heyday in the 90s. Yeah. Like what are they top seventy thousand users at the peak moment ever? It's the way technology goes, man. Uh, that's uh, relays dang. 
Remember the internet oh. was for cat videos and no, Scotty arguing, arguing about is for a very specific genre of film and everything else is ancillary. Look, just because you have your computer set up where no one can come up behind you doesn't mean you need to be going to these websites that you shouldn't be going to. No, I don't. I don't. I don't want God to kill kittens. That's all those a... clandy websites you've been going to. <laughs> don't don't worry, Scott. I haven't told him that the reflection of his screen can be seen and his diploma behind him. I was waiting for something to come up before that Uh-oh. was. Uh... Your your patents diamond you out, buddy. Uh oh. I mean, it's it's kind of great scale. I can only see like fifty percent. It's it's pretty pixelated. Well, now Bruce, you shouldn't have said me, that because you know you know that now. You know that now I'm gonna have to use that to, to screw with you guys, right? I'm gonna, you know it's gonna be like enhance. I can't gonna, really. enhance. I totally can in Scott's though because of his glasses. But I'm enhance. sure I've got like compromising photos of Tony somewhere, and I'm just gonna have to sharpen and zoom in on those. And if you were to believe the right. anti Masonic crowd, it's uh, that's that every Mason has some sort of blackmail on them. That's how they keep their secrets. That's. That's, Wait, so you have to be blackmailable to join? Yeah, you have to tell all your secrets. That's yeah, that's not that's not too far off the mark. I, I don't know how they do things at your lodge, but the yeah, guys at my lodge could absolutely uh... destroy me. <laughs> but the problem I was... is, I mean, how does that work if you have no shame? I mean, mutually assured destruction is what it is. Because you release mine, I'll release yours. What John's saying is, he has no secrets. He tells everyone everything he does. John's like the one person I would believe that from. <laughs> right. Well, it's like my best friend from college who's who's a less governed version of me. I'll point that out. Is uh he you know would download whatever he could get his hands on through pirate websites or whatever. He's he goes into places on the internet that I would not dare even traipse. But uh Where is the dark web? It's dark, that's why you can't find it. So that depends on that's another one of those words that gets used without context Um, everywhere. Yeah, it. So the way that I understand it, it's just the Internet as not indexed by search engines, which uh, is most of the Internet. Yeah. yeah. Um, Or it could very specifically mean anything that you need the onion router to get to. Which is, is there a Tor browser, a separate thing, a much yeah, smaller. Those are those are two different conversations. Yeah. Scott, which one would you like to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. I just want to know where the dark. I just want to go where the internet was cool. Go down. Four chan, the regular internet, and then go down. Is is four chan the dark web? Sure. Yes, they think they are. Yes. <laughs> It's dark in the in the more abstract sense of just like you know darkness of the soul like right they're dark, dark in the same way that they're they're like the gateway they're the they're the gateway to the dark web in the same way pot's a gateway to you know speed they're dark like candidates are dark yeah or like if you if you or a fan of the Harry Potter universe and like Azkaban and the uh... Dementors. I yes. assumed they were fans of masonry, and I had the best metaphor, y'all. What the? F- <laughs> I 
you're you're good, Bruce, because I hate Harry Potter. So, yeah. dude, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I went to Disney World and Universal Studios back in 2014, and I'm gonna tell you right now. I went to the Harry Potter area, and it was fun. But I'm gonna tell you right now, the Hogwarts per- uh, customer service is the shittiest customer service. I'm just letting y'all know because, like, I've got a dairy well, allergy. Because you're right? a muggle, dickhead. Well, I got a dairy allergy, and they serve a drink there. Like he looks a lot like Harry Potter. If Harry Potter had a giant penis, but going on forward, they have this butter beer. Well, I don't know what his looks like, Scott. He's got a lightning bolt on the end of the bell end. I thought it. I thought it just came out in the shape of a lightning bolt. You know Uh, what? Probably not. Or a wand. It's just his Horcrux. Hmm. But hey, listen. (laughs) Artyom Leviosa. Oh, uh, no, but so anyway, the butter beer, the, the, it's, it's just like a flavored drink and then they put a foam on top, right? Well, I get, go up and I'm saying, I say, Hey, I have a dairy allergy. Can you not put the foam on top? And she goes, sure. She goes to fill it up and she goes to hand it to me. Then the, then this kid, pimple faced, redheaded, like, asshole of a shift manager with a monocle of not a monocle but a monochrome of power is like no you can't serve that to him it's a trademarked item we have to sell it with the foam on top Uh, that's a lie I've literally been at that park ordering probably from the same exact kiosk you did and I got it without the foam well like I said the worst customer service and that, that would have been hold on i can give you the exact year that would have been 2017 i went in 2014 so they changed the rule apparently they're no, no. Got, probably got fired for being a douchebag and then they just went on with business as usual or Man, I had a bad this has never happened to anybody but scotty which well, that's probably right. <laughs> well i mean i was nice about it I, I went down the down the way and got one of the little pumpkin ones you know oh, see, that's a problem you shouldn't have been nice about it you should yeah. have raised hell and they i was on vacation i didn't want to want to fight about yeah. it uh, bring out your there is vacation hell on vacation all the time because nobody knows where i live when i'm on vacation <laughs> yeah i'm actually the guy down the street <laughs> it was florida my- it, it was my wife's 30th birthday and we were doing a trip down there and I didn't want to, it was, it would have caused more strife for me if I would have thrown a fit. And my wife actually pulled out the claws a little bit too about it. She's like, are y'all seriously not going to do that? He has an allergy to it. You'll kill him if you sell this to him. Like they don't know how, I mean, it just jacks my stomach up, but they, that's not a good reason for future reference. Then the guy would just say, don't buy it. That's what he said. He said, well, I can't, <laughs> I don't want to sell it to you. Right. Like, what's, what kind of argument and is then, that, Scott? And then your your response is, and that's d- disability discrimination, which is against the ADA. Pour me my drink. <laughs> Douche nigh. Yeah. Uh, well, we just won't sell Maybe. it to you. Uh, but... Yeah, no, I had fun otherwise. Like the Hulk ride was my favorite ride. Like I don't normally like the rides that go upside that down. Was a good one, yeah, it's so good. The sweet thing about that ride is, like, while you're in line, it's like you're waiting in the laboratory where it happened. Yes, and the whole time you keep seeing the thing launch off. Uh, for the for y'all who haven't been on this ride, the launch is uh, one of those magnetic ones. Yeah, where it like immediately yeah. starts at I don't eighty miles an hour or whatever it is, zero to sixty <clears> or something like yeah. 
And the whole time, like you're waiting inside and, and you can't see anything. You can't see what's ahead. And there's all these like uh, tall kind of towers of electricity, like uh, Tesla coils, kind of like the, the Tesla coils. Uh, and then you go up and get on the ride and you have like no warning. And then just all of a sudden, boom. Well, I remember, I remember there being speakers. Now, I don't know if it just timed up just right or if they do it the like they do it this way on purpose. Um, I remember getting in and of course, you know, you got like ride jitters, excitement and everything going on. And then you get, uh, I remember hearing, uh, it, it does like a four second countdown. It's like ding, 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 ding. And then you go like, you just get launched on the last ding. Well, I heard, well, what I heard was you won't like me when I'm angry. And then it, I heard a, Hulk roar, and then I shot out of there. Now yeah. I don't know if that was it just that as the dinging is counting down. Oh, it did. It did okay because I was like freaking out because I wouldn't. I, you know, I don't like. I don't normally do rides. We uh, we uh, we went and we we went on that ride once, and the first time the wait was like I don't know, like an hour, hour and a half, yeah. a long time. And then because that ride is right next to the entrance to the park. On the way out, this um, this was like five minutes before the park closed. There was literally nobody in the line, so we rode it three times in a row. Wow! <laughs> yeah, it broke down after we got off of it. So I guess my fat ass uh, <laughs> broke it. <laughs> to be fair, though, we got on it like in line after it reopened from repairs. So I think there was some problems happening with it. It was closed earlier in our trip too, so we were lucky we got even on it and survived. Uh, I think that ride is very sensitive to rain because every time it rained, even a few drops, um, it, it they shut it down. The cool thing about them, and I like, I don't, I assume that a lot of other parks do this now, is they have an app that you can download and it will show you the current status of every ride in the park. Yep. It'll show you the wait time. It'll show you if it's shut down. Uh, I've got to imagine a ride that's handy rain thing. sensitive is awfully dicey to have in like, you know, Florida. Right. Well, yeah. Um, Universal Studios, they don't, they don't care. The so one you, ride. Uh, huh? You've been over at our lodge recently. I drove past it. Aha. Uh -huh. Today. We know who broke the picnic table, Bruce. Wouldn't huh. be. Just like the ride. He's calling me fat. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Someone now. did. Like right sure. in the middle of the bench. It's just snapped in half. And uh, that was a fun thing to show up to. Oh. Yeah, find your local mean, teenager I, that's within walking distance. You ought to see put a ring doorbell up. And like you're probably not wrong, John, but I could totally see several guys from our lodge like jumping yeah. on that bench for no reason. Yeah. I'm out or, there for a smoke yeah, and on the phone yeah. jumping around. Yeah. I, I actually saw it last week when I was there when we recorded, but I didn't want Tony, to say Tony anything. and Greg Sensor Bob are out there going all WCW yeah. on it. Well, if I was the one who reported it, you know, whoever the first guy is who who points out that the picnic table's been snapped, everybody's gonna. gonna You'll notice I didn't say in Slack. Harlan was just there last night. I totally <laughs> left. I, I I omitted that for you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Bruce. That's uh, yeah. <clears throat> What yeah, get, get get yourself one of those uh the the plastic ones with the like you know what are they called the uh the Everlast ones with the white uh are they Rubbermaid? Are they yeah, Rubbermaid or Everlast or something? It's Everlast just makes boxing gloves. If we go Rubbermaid too long without being there, there's neighborhood kids with nothing constructive to do with their lives yeah. and they kind of destroy everything. That's why our building is a brick monolith with no windows and solid doors. 
Yeah, your 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 best bet is to get like poured concrete picnic benches out there. That way, if the kids really want to break them, they'll hurt themselves trying. Now, well, I, they'll use it as a skating trick place, and then they'll break an arm and sue us. So yeah, that's when you just got to get the little metal studs in there every like foot and a half. So they. I wanted to get a couple of Rottweilers and name them Boaz and Jockin and teach mm-hmm. them the appropriate modes of recognition. <laughs> And just attack anybody who doesn't make the sign, but I couldn't get the lodge to go along. I did see something about a uh, a blind brother uh, with his blind dog. Uh, do- uh, wait, blind like seeing dog. yeah eye dog or whatever. Dog? Yeah, no, no, no. That would be a seeing eye dog. The guy, the seeing eye dog. That's the yeah. That they uh, gave the dog an honorary third degree as well, since he went through everything as what, well, uh, just like the dude. Well, did. It's great, so he can like vouch for somebody, like because you know the guy can't see, so the dog like lets him know, like no, this guy's legit. Just for a Scooby snack. Yeah. yeah. No, my I've had the uh, the twin Rottweiler idea for many years, and I can never seem to get enough buy-in. I just think that'd be a novel trait. Our lodge would become renowned for it. We'd get like visitors who just want to come see the dogs. Yeah. Man, I've been I've been looking at all kinds of different dog training. I'm I'm getting a new dog. Talked to Bruce about it already, mentioned it to Harlan. I'm very pumped. Uh I'm gonna get that I'm gonna train that little thing to do everything I want it to do. I've been wanting a dog to bring me slippers my entire life. And it's gonna happen. Don't you have a kid? Yeah, kid to do that. But see, that's hit or miss. (laughs) (laughs) A a dog's more reliable. Don't worry, Scott. This dog won't do it either. I know. Oh man, you got a better chance with the dog, Uh, or or you have a better chance of the dog bringing them to you and then not asking for money. I've had a dog bring me my slippers and shreds before. That's a thing. Yeah, almost the same. Yeah, almost the same. Halfway there, halfway there. Yeah, but yeah, get get your um, get get a dog and uh, for the lodge and name him Tyler. He'll ward off all those cow ones and eavesdroppers. Scott, uh, nobody laughed at that. Yeah. Well, it's a dad joke to the of the highest order, and it's not meant to be. Dad jokes at. only work on children, Scott. No. You give a dad joke to another dad. That's not how dad jokes work. A good dad joke's good when it's from the right. The been right. Been a dad long enough, you should know the unwritten rules. Case in point, we've got a uh, a Ukrainian guy um, at, at the office. We we've been doing this conference thing today, and I was in this super long, drawn out Zoom session. We were all slugging through, and there's this one guy who like instead of having his camera on just had this picture of like a dog and then a horse and a cat. And he just kept changing it every now and again, just because I don't know, you're looking for tiny things to amuse yourself. We accidentally turned his camera on at some point, <laughs> his, his beard down to like, you know, the chess level caveman style and all this time. So there's this Ukrainian dude. So when this guy's camera comes on this real quiet guy who very rarely chimes in says, what kind of dog is this? Oh, it's Andy Face. <laughs> and I don't know what it was about that. But like I fell out of my chair. 
I couldn't contain myself. I think I peed a little. Like it was. I don't know. It was one of those moments, like uh, like Stinky Winky was that uh, night in Lodge, where I just wow. it short circuited me, and I was useless for like an hour after that. And and that's not really that funny, except when you had the accent from the quiet guy who never speaks up. Right. And 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 that makes the funny like dad jokes when they come from the like ninety five year old dude at lodge who does that sly wink and cackle at the end, like that. That somehow makes the unfunny dad joke hilarious. Yeah, but that's because that guy could be our dad. That's true. That's Scott true. Is, Scott that. could not. Yeah. I could be your dad. I'll, no. I'll adopt you. No, you couldn't. No. I'll adopt you. No part of everything that falls under that umbrella could be true. No. No, I, I definitely don't think of daddy when I look at Scott. Um, not only is that I, not true, some of us could yet. be your dad, Scott. So That's, that's true. Now, Dude, until we merged, until my lodge merged, I was still the youngest Mason. Uh, but I have actually uh, passed that on. Thank God. My brother's in lodge now. He's my wow. little brother. So, uh, well, I believe there's a younger guy in there than my brother. I don't know. Oh well, good times. I I, I, I youngest totally master? remember the days where wherever I went to mm. work or lodge or wherever I was always ended up being the youngest guy. That doesn't happen in a while now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I figured it'd still yeah. be somewhat common. Where uh, I'm the youngest guy? Yeah. If you went to lodge around here, you'd still go to quite a few lodges where you'd be the youngest dude there. Harlan, is that you in our lodge, the youngest master? Uh, the youngest master. Yes. Ever? Yes. See, we had a guy Even named Corey that, that was... The only the, ones younger than me were him and Mike. Because I was... Let's see. I would have been... Josh, maybe. Yeah, Josh. 2013. So that would be 20... 20... Else five? I was 25. Presidential age. So, yes. 25. Yeah. Uh, I would have been seven. I would have been twenty-seven or twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah. So no, I guess I do hold that. I think Jason had it before me. I think Jason was like twenty-six or twenty-seven. So because my lodge merged, we're technically a new lodge. So yes, I have been the youngest master, but of the previous two lodges that were over a hundred years old apiece. I know that my original lodge, um, there was a guy named Corey that was a uh, master before I even got in. And he had started, he moved away the year I was entered. So, yeah, he had that. I think he was like really young, maybe like 24. I don't know, Sack could tell you. He knew him pretty well. Oh, John, uh, John, I found out today that uh, I'm going to be 33, so. Oh. Yeah. Like like an age, not. Yeah. Kiss yeah. my ass. Uh, not in degrees. Wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm 33. I remember 33. Now. It was about 11 years ago. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a. It's a fun. Fun thing to throw around the Scottish right soon, I guess. Although I, I, much like my clients, I try not to let those guys remember that I'm not as old as they think I am. 
I spend my life posing to be to be older. You just my colleagues all think that I have like grandkids. The guys at the Scottish Rite just don't think that I'm not, you know, a granddad. Speaking Uh, of which, my uh, my daughter, she's about to turn four, and she's she's been on this whole thing saying that. One day she's going to find a find a boyfriend and then marry him and have babies. And she's almost four. Well, and so someone's going to boarding school. I said I said uh <laughs> uh, Hold on. I, Scott, just just so you know, that's every four year old girl's life goal. Oh, just, I get it. Okay. I get it. Uh, but too many I'm, Disney movies. Yeah, and I mess with her a little bit, and I'll say, um, I'll say, hey, you know what's going to happen when you get a boyfriend? She goes, what? I said, daddy will break his legs. <laughs> and she'll say, no, don't. That won't be nice. And I said, okay, well, just don't get a boyfriend, and I won't break his legs. And she goes, no, daddy, I need to marry him. And I said, no. And then you know who's going to help me break his legs? And I'll go through and start naming her uncles and then my dad. And then I'll, I'll come back and I'll say, but you know what, though? I don't need their help. I'll just break his legs by myself. <laughs> hey, you, you take the him. And and car you can do that while he's trauma in to your daughter, man. Ah, it's, it's a funny thing. That take the more doing. gentle approach and just remind her that if she ever makes physical contact with a boy, she'll get pregnant and die. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, no. Uh, we we'll we'll save that for uh, maybe the seventh or eighth birthday. <laughs> can never touch a boy. Yeah, it is a funny thing that she and I do back and forth. There's a there's Ever. a great video on uh, uh, that was going around on Facebook, and my wife shared it with me. It's a it's a Scottish dad and his little girls in the backseat of the car. That's where I got it from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I'm gonna have a boyfriend. Ah, and your dad's gonna break his legs. Ah, no. Your daddy's gonna lock him up in a cupboard. No. It's freaking amazing. It's this four year old really girl, good. like the world's thickest Scottish brogue. Like, ah, yeah. no. No, I, if, that, if I want a boyfriend, you cannot tell me that I can't have a boyfriend because I love my boyfriend. Daddy's gonna run him over with a car. Dad, <laughs> yeah, so mm-hmm. no is a big phrase in our house now. <laughs> nope, I definitely uh definitely try not to not to think about such things. <laughs> Although I did have to explain why why she can't marry her brother, which is an interesting conversation to have with a 6-year-old. Um But very vital if you live in the southern states. Yeah, well, she was thinking I mean, It's kind of sweet to be honest. Yeah, they play their They've been cooped up here on quarantine, so they play their different pretend games, and they're they're actually kind of fair about it because she'll play like truck games with him or whatever, and then he plays along with her princess castle, and it's they get along well together. Most brother and sisters do not get along that well. And then he, I think the quarantine and the lack of other options has helped her to play nice with her brother. So, but it, it, I don't remember why it came up. Something it was some Disney princess thing they were doing, and then and he was like, he could be the prince. And then she asked just randomly at the dinner table because my daughter's the queen of just random like make you spit your coffee out questions. And she's like, how come you can't marry your brother? And I was like, um, um, because boys are gross. No, so I, I well. 
I try to do this thing and it may backfire on me one day, but uh, it <laughs> worked out well so far about keeping it real with my kids, even when it's uncomfortable for me, which it often is. And so use the word incest. Uh, no, no, because I didn't, I didn't want her explaining what incest is to her grandparents. That's so okay. that's fair. <laughs> I, but I, I talked about, because we've told her before, like people get married. Because, I just wanted to know what level of honesty yeah. you're dealing with. Yeah, oh, well, I mean, 100% I just, honest. Really? No, it was 100% honest. I was like, so people get married because they, they, they want to start a family and they want to have kids, which is why me and your mother got married. And then um, we, we had already talked to her quite a bit, you know, about genes and stuff because she's into science and thinks it's cool. And we did the little things with the pea pods and the Punnett squares. And cool. So I was like, you know, it's important for genes to like get shaken up and you and your brother have the same genes. And so if you were starting a family with someone you're related to, there's, there's not enough like different genes to make the baby pea plant healthy and took this totally like scientific explanation, which she grasped yeah, and said, okay, that makes sense. Good. And eventually she, you know, asked to be excused and her brother left too. And then my wife's just giving me this unsympathetic look and I let out the sigh <laughs> and like 30 pounds of weight fell off. And I just, <laughs> Oh my God, this kid's going to kill me like with her. Because it's always the most inopportune times, too. And she just comes up with these zinger questions. So I'm waiting on the day when I'm, I don't know, doing, I'm working on something in the garage or whatever. And she's like, Daddy, what is sex? Oh, oh God. (laughs) Just, just because that's what, that's what she does to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the genuine curiosity when she asks these awkward questions that somehow makes it more awkward. Like, you I know, feel like if she was just messing with me because she knew it made me uncomfortable, I'd feel better about it. Look, you're a lawyer. Your wife's a wife's a nurse. Just just <laughs> do what your profession has you do and just defer. Lie to, your ass off. Yeah. Well, that, I was going to say d- defer to the expert. Yeah. But. Go ask your mother. Go ask your mother. Um, That's right. It works out for you. Well, it, I mean, it's it's not always comfortable. Like we we've taught our children to use anatomically correct terminology for their person. We've done that. We've which done that. Other people find disquieting, uh, particularly like you know school professionals. Mm. So um, <laughs> I think I'm with you on that one. I think they're wrong. Well, yeah, and it's funny because. She's my daughter's three, almost four. So she'll she says peanuts and ginas. That is the yeah. funniest, cutest, and weirdest thing all at once. Virginia is 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 the best I've heard used. Oh, that's a good one. That's any of that's better than pocket and hoo ha and tallywhacker. <laughs> he said tallywhacker. Other euphemisms. <laughs> I just <laughs> you're using all the ones from that Adam Sandler skit. Yeah, oh, a, that scene yeah. from Varsity Blues, purple headed yogurt slinger. Pedro, <laughs> Pedro. No. Oh, I was Pedro. I think the first time I heard the phrase tallywhacker was from Porky's. It's very British. Uh, 
So you want us to have a lineup so you could identify his tallywhacker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like that um, that scene from uh, y'all seen the movie. Uh, oh crap! It's not super bad. It's got uh, Jonah Hill. Um, it's one where they make up a college. Do y'all? Do y'all oh, know what I'm about? Is that the one with uh, Louis Black? Yes. Yeah, uh, Justin Long in it. Yes, oh, Justin Long in that movie. I know what movie. But yeah, you all know what I'm talking about. Jonah Hill yeah. is literally he's like in a fraternity and he's going through like rush or whatever and he's wearing like this giant like hot dog mascot costume and he goes, "Ask me about my wiener." Yeah. <laughs> I know it's going to bother me. I can't remember the name of that. I've I've not seen it, but I'm looking it up. Yeah. I want to say because... it's like un un undergrad or it's like it's like unaccredited or accepted or unaccepted it's some like single title unaccepted yeah accepted accepted it's called accepted yeah but it's a i I should see it that's cool came out the same year as uh idiocracy which he was also in and is a phenomenal movie oh god that movie's great it's got what it's it's kind of scary where like year by year it becomes more true Camacho 2020, baby. I mean, I'd, I'd vote for him. Over I'd vote for Terry Crews, period. That, that's fair. I, My yeah. buddy at work was trying to convince me that The Rock should run for president. He should. Because he's a centrist and he thinks everybody would vote for him. Oh, God. You know, he's not wrong and the debate would be <laughs> awesome. I mean, look, if it was him and the other two choices, I'd vote for him. But I wouldn't I mean, be any happier about it. I'd be I, happy because you could smell what the rock is cooking. Nope. No, I'm not voting for him anymore. Never in mind. the in the oval. You know, I, I think it'd be great just to have the rock tell Xi Jinping from China, you know, sit down and get the rock a sandwich. <laughs> Was he the it one? It doesn't that matter what the, country you're from. The 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 people's whatever. People's the, elbow and people's the elbow. yeah. Was that him? People's yeah, elbow, that, that, rock bottom. Rock bottom. Sense, He's the people's choice. He is the people's choice. The people's, people's eyebrow. I can't that, do it. That'd be the thing. That'd be the thing. Okay, John, that's a, a little more than someone should know. That's, I can't do it. You're, you're, you're three for three. John can do it. That's pretty good. Well, that's because usually that's the look I give people when they're being stupid is I raise the eyebrow. I'm like, really? That's, I have no poker face. If you see the eyebrow go up, I think you're a moron. I am wrestling. Or, or I'm up to something. That's the other one. I thought I had a poker face. It's been brought to my attention multiple times in the past few months that apparently I have the the road sign eyebrows. So who knew? Sign? Yeah, like I guess I just broadcast like what John was saying except it's not no. just my feelings of your ignorance but just any any kind of emotion is portrayed betrayed through a nice my thing overly sized eyebrows. About so John's age. Down. John, no offense, but like you don't have to have any pretense. Like I can't wait. Like when you're in your thirties, you still have to pretend. When you're in your forties, you you don't. Yeah, anymore. like it might. By the time I was, well, your guys' age. Oh God. By the time I was, I was Harlan's age. I really stopped like wanting to even try to give any sort of a shit about anything. But you still and pretended I, like you did. Well, no, it's like an onion. You just or or if you get a ear of corn, you eventually you got to start prying all the leaves <laughs> off, and that's what's happened over the last ten years. Is 
the leaves have finally started to come off, and you're you know, a, now... you're a parfait, John. <laughs> you have layers. I'm an onion. The Shrek reference for those of you mm. who don't get it. Cakes have layers. Mm, love cakes. Hmm. Yeah, I guess your give a shit o meter has run out. It ran out eons ago. I just now I just try not to hide. I I don't try to hide it. I just... So so there is there is a point in the not too distant future where where I can hide it less because I you're, you're giving me hope here. I I, I ran out of you're still in your early thirties. You have to pretend for a while. Yeah, so. well I know I'm not you out. You have of appearances to keep up. I, I just I just need to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel because I I ran out of have... give a shit in my like mid twenties. Yeah, we 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 only have another decade or so. You still have it's all it's all downhill. You still have promise and you still have hope and then there's me and all that no. shit. Fucking run out. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying you can still do things with your life, Harlan. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's not. I I just kind of gave up earlier than most. I guess I. I mean, you did pretty good for giving up. I'm gonna work until corporate America is done ringing me out, and then uh, I guess I die. So, yeah, <laughs> they're never done. That's true. They'll be picking over my corpse, or Sally May will be there looking for teeth and bone fragments and whatever she can get. Yeah, yeah you and me both. <laughs> kind of reminds me a little bit of. Uh... Another Justin Long movie, uh, the movie Waiting. Oh my Remember god, that? I love that flick. Love it so much. It's if you've ever worked in the food industry, you get it. That's and, a good one. And uh, Ryan Reynolds sits down with this old senile man, and he goes, "Can I get you anything?" He goes, "I'm not supposed to be here." Uh, and he goes, "Okay, can I That's get you?" That movie is Luis Guzman, who is like indicative of every backline cook who's ever existed. Wait, the, who? The, the Batwing guy, the guy who explains oh, all the, he goes through all the yes. stuff. Yes. Yes. But my favorite part with the old man was Brave. like, my age, you can just flip off a bus full of preschoolers and get away with it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Mm. Yeah. So. Talk about give a shit. John, John right is now. not quite yeah. at that age. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm not quite at that age, but I do have a good defense attorney. So I mean, you know, I got that going for me. That's important. Um, I have one of those too. <laughs> I do not. I, I can send you his card, Bruce. He's a, <laughs> he's a good guy. Um, yeah, somebody I know. Uh, probably not. I don't think so. You don't you don't hang around in the after lodge county, so probably not. Mm. Um, no, it's definitely not me. That's uh, yeah. No, I I I, I thought the joke was yeah, that no. it was you. No, no, no I knew it wasn't him. No. You said good. Yeah, I was right. Like, I'm, That's why I said I don't know one. I'm the mediocre defense attorney. A um, little bit better off than being stuck with the government sponsored guy but uh <laughs> <And> he, <laughs> my kid is better than the government sponsored guy yeah well i mean in fairness to to those folks like the public defenders are the best criminal defense attorneys that the u.s has to offer it's just 
True, and they get their butts whipped. But yeah, like you, you can't take one of those people and give them a daily docket of eighty cases and expect them to do something, you know, powerful with that. Um, but they are the only kind of lawyers who live all day, every day in the local courtroom defending criminal cases. Like nobody else does that. So um, actually the, the guy I was talking about is the best kind. Like you want somebody who was a public defender and now isn't Hangs so they were forged in the fire, but now they have time to handle you. And they're used to clients not paying their bills, which is always helpful too. Yeah. Um, yeah, mine, mine's the retired chief public defender of our biggest county in the state. So, yeah. no, I mean that's where I got the. Uh, that's where I got. And my he's job. retired, so he's got lots of free time. When I when I decided I wanted to do this for real, I took on some contracts with the public defender's office, and uh, I got the the schooling by fire. I thought they were going to send me to some seminars and like some coursework and like do an apprenticeship. Uh, no, I signed the contract, the got the check tomorrow. And they, yeah, they handed me a big stack of folders and said, uh, see you at 9 a.m. And I was like, uh, yeah. So sorry to those first, like, you know, hundred people who probably got royally screwed. Harlan had to get a few under his belt. You understand? Yeah, I got, I got better. I mean, I'm not good, but better. (laughs) Don't they have like a, like an attorney video game? Uh, yes, there's a, a couple of video Phoenix, games. right? Phoenix, some um, yeah, that's it. You that go, series like, was awesome. Harlan, you should play those. I'm sure they are 100 litigiously correct. What the hell are you guys talking about? It's it's a video game. It's called Phoenix, right? You're you an know, attorney. I was. It's 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 not anything. I was I gonna say I, who would make a game like that, and then I remembered seeing Trucker Simulator on. It was a no. It was a <laughs> Nintendo only. I think it might have been Nintendo DS only. Actually. Yeah, it might have been. Dude, there's a Goat Simulator out there. Probably know it, know of it because of the uh, phenomenal R4 emulator that existed like I don't know ten years ago for the DS. Speaking of video games, Bruce and I have been playing the co-op for the original Halo. He had never played it before and has not done the story. And I don't know if you guys have either. Oh, oh, yeah. I have, but only because... No spoilers. No spoilers. Only because I had a, a Power Mac way back when, and it was literally... Halo first came out on was, the power Ma- was for Power <laughs> Mac. Oh, it was Halo the only PC. video game that would run, so I'm like, I guess I'm going to play Halo. Yeah, Halo, it's the original Halo, and it's funny because, like, I didn't know it, but Bruce discovered, like, it's the Master Chief collection, so it's, like, all the reskins, and Bruce hit the tab button and was like, oh, hell, this is what it used to look like. It almost looks better. Yeah, so I had never played anything from the series before. I've never owned an Xbox of any kind. Um, I had played a little bit of the, the multiplayer or whatever. The game is fine. Um, but Scott like loved the series and he was like, Hey, let's play this game. So, uh, yeah, we've been, we've been doing that and it's been remastered and all that. It's yeah. cool, I guess I'm not a big fan of how it controls, but it, it, it does show that. it's, 
age a little bit compared because you're pro you're used to more of the games like Overwatch and that sort of thing. Buddy, uh, I've been playing video games for thirty years. No, I get it, but it's but literally in that, the that game is literally newer to now than when I started playing games. That's fair, but what you're more used to now, like literally in the settings, I've been playing with the settings. I've been playing some multiplayer. There's literally a classic auto aim or modern auto aim. I don't you can any auto aim. Well, I'm just saying that it, it's got. A, if you use a controller, if you use a sticks, because um, I've got. Well, I've got a. I've got a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, well, me too. When we're playing campaign, right? When we're playing campaign, uh, I'm actually finding that the mouse and keyboard's better too, because you can't do a lot of the things. Anyway, looking. Well, you it's hard hard to turn. Yeah, you, you can't snap it's, and turn around. But um, but yeah, so I was really big into reading the books, getting into the lore, getting into the story, and I and I only know the story up to Halo Three. So if like if he enjoys the story, um, I'm hoping that he'll uh, he'll use that Game Pass and get the what the two, three, and four when it comes out. They're all on it. Two and three is yeah, yeah. Well, four's four's not out yet. And I haven't played four, so once we get to four, it'll be new to me. So yeah, four is different. It's I liked it. Uh, my buddy's a huge Halo head. Like all the books, all the miniatures, all the like Halo Shrine kind of guy. Yeah, um, and it was really good. But the Halo games that I liked the best out of all of them was still ODST and Halo Reach because you're not playing as the Master Chief; you're playing as your own character. Well, I really enjoyed the the uh, the story of Reach because yeah. I read the book and it gave me more to it. And um, and like I'm not no spoilers, uh, but it it really did things a whole lot different uh, than that previous. Reach, Reach title. is like the inception of the whole Halo kind of conflict story. Yeah, uh, it was the first time that the Covenant attacked a human base is that right yep, Re human settlement yep. yeah reach was the um main literally bruce uh y'all are some nerds yeah literally the, the yes but the pillar of autumn that we were on when we crashed on halo yeah that ship literally was escaping reach as it was being destroyed and the covenant are chasing us from there um you find that out later but that's not really a remember it being destroyed. Well, Reach wasn't even you don't see it. You just uh, you just see the ship and us find and escaping the covenant. That you don't see that in the game. The books explain it. And then of course the game Reach explains it too. Yeah, because you're laying down ground fire for it. Space Marines, man. It's really good. It is so good. But uh, well, I tried to explain to him about Cortana. Years of War? No, because it's not been on PC. It's a good series. I would. I heard. Um, I've played Mass Effect One. Also a good series. It. I heard it ended poorly. Uh, the sequels are underrated. I heard the third one ended poorly. So bad they had to release DLC to fix it. Um, okay, I, I didn't I play it. It was ten dollars. I don't know. It was I definitely played... ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, let's see, but yeah, uh, the uh, I'm looking forward to it. Halo Infinite's going to be on PC. Um, and I heard that all of the title, like just about all the titles uh, that would normally be exclusive to Xbox, are also going to be on PC. So I'm really excited, and they're doing Comic Con right now, like from home. Like you have to buy a ticket online or something like that because of the coronavirus. Uh, Comic Con uh, is like broadcasted now, uh, at least this year. What are you give me that look for, John? It just seems really weird. Half the fun of Comic Con, so I've been told, because I have not and probably will not go, is being there and seeing all the craziness. I can't imagine Comic Con on this kind of setting being nearly as entertaining. Well, it's it's where they're going to make all their announcements and stuff. So it's that's what's exciting for me is just getting the announcements. I've never been to a con- a convention of that sort. Um, I actually was given tickets to go to, uh, fandom fest once, but like, because the guy was like there, I was working at a hotel here in town and he was like, Hey, my, I was talking, I was like, Hey, are you going to go see, it was like Matt Smith and, um, Karen Gillian and literally, Ooh. yeah. And literally my, my daughter is named after um Amelia Pond and uh yeah so I was like yeah yeah I really want to go see it yes well we always like the name but I tell people Doctor Who references um but anyway he goes yeah a buddy of mine couldn't come and we just had this extra ticket so if you wanted to come in at least maybe see them you won't be able to take a picture with this ticket but if you want to see them then here you go but I had bills to pay I could not. I was like, I can't do anything with this ticket. I have to work. And he goes, take it anyway. I'm like, all right. That's a real bummer. That's the time I saw Danny Glover in the uh, elevator, too. Very shortly before that. Hmm. That's random. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of celebrities went to the, go to this hotel. Especially in particular times of the year. I wink. Hmm. Huh. Was Epstein around? Was that out loud? Sorry. Was what around? <laughs> Apathy? Uh, Ep- Epstein. Oh, Epstein. Oh, so, I don't know. <laughs> I heard. Not that I. What? Would you? Say? Not that I saw because I I wouldn't be found in such places on the internet. But um, I heard that there was a. Well, there's a. He said he wouldn't be found, you all. Yeah. There's a uh, a, a channel on 4chan where people post kind of ludicrous paranormal or other personal experiences. And it's all like fabricated troll stuff. And one of those fabricated troll stories was from someone pretending to be one of uh, one of the guys who used to work for Epstein and other famous people as a driver. And... I normally enjoy those those stories from other places, not from 4chan, because I never go there. Um, no. And, but normally when I'm reading them, it's amusing me because it's 
it's entertaining to see how the author like drills things together and my my bullshit radar is always like going off left and right but you know it's entertaining this one was startling because i knew it was from 4chan and i know it's fabricated but my bullshit radar would not turn on mm. and the more i read the more quiet the bullshit radar became and uh it was disturbing on a deep level. He wants to believe. I, I don't, but it's it, it was so unlike all the stuff that normally gets posted there. Like it wasn't over detailed or under detailed. It very much fit with what I think someone who's like making a confession before killing himself is gonna write. And he's like, they're gonna come anyway, so I'm leaving on my terms, but. And it wasn't just about Epstein. Like, he had stuff about Rihanna and uh, some other folks that, like, he got farmed out to work for when Epstein didn't need him, allegedly. I mean, it's, you know, it's from 4chan. It's probably fabricated nonsense. But still, and there were a few Easter eggs in there. Like, the the trap door at a certain place on the island that, like, I'm kind of watching the news because if at some point it gets put out there that, Stuff matches up with this guy's story. Yeah. Yeah, man. Did you see the documentary on Netflix? No. I, I, I threw it in my queue, but I'm I'm always dicey. I'm watching documentaries on Netflix or especially Amazon Prime because <laughs> this one's actually pretty good. It goes it goes into the uh basically the victims who have come forward, it gives more details on their stories. Um, and they actually interview a guy that used to work uh, like telecoms on the island. Um, and then like he's actually he actually identified one of the um, like one of the main uh, girls from a lineup and was like, yeah, she was on the island with Epstein and Giselle or whatever. Um, so it's. I, I hope that she sings like a bird. Can I name him? No, her name is Ghislaine. Ghislaine. And Ghislaine? she's not going to sing like a bird. She's going to either manage to get bail somehow and disappear or, or um, you know, pull an Epstein. So it's, it's, those are her two options. I'm calling it now. Anybody that's connected to Epstein will get coronavirus and die. You're about the fifth person I've heard say that. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. Or that. That's very possible. You know, she's in prison or in the local county jail and uh mm-hmm. Yeah. Already yep. lost one one client, so it wouldn't be out of the believability range. And, <laughs> yeah. We were just told the podcast is about to catch a suicide if we keep talking about that from one of our YouTube listeners. Just so everybody knows, I'm uh not feeling suicidal. And, Me neither. Uh, if I was going to do it, it definitely would not be with gunshots to the back of the head. I'm more of a uh, whiskey stupor and alcohol poisoning type. So Yeah, no, for the record, like I've done a lot of stupid shit in my life. I, I love being me. I would, I would never yeah. kill myself. Hey, Bruce. Yeah. yeah. If you I guys like know you me, my you. ego would never allow me to right. do it. Like, 
See, I'm just, I just no. think I, I'm just stuck being me. But if I'm going to go out, it's like Thelma <laughs> Louise on the on the motorcycle. So it's going to be, you know, Minnesota man tries to jump Grand Canyon, fails miserably, and plummets to death while flying two fingers. His that's, last words were, "Hold my beer, watch this." Yeah, <laughs> if it's all of a sudden, subtly, I show up dead in a park. Uh, no, that was that's not an accident. That's that that's not an accident. <laughs> yeah. We survived the the Scientology Seabees, so I feel like <laughs> I feel like Epstein's folks are a little less intimidating, or maybe they're the same people. Oh God, I hope not. I don't want to deal with those guys again. And here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of. I mean, there's somebody. <laughs> Or a group of somebodies that don't want this information released. I would say it's a group of somebodies. Um, it's not probably... us. It's not the Masons. I can tell you that. <laughs> For it's once. probably all the ones that are in the picture with Epstein and Maxwell. For once, it's not us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I have—I don't think I've seen any Masons in a picture with Epstein. All I can think of is the line that from... From uh, Army of Darkness. Wait, wait. I never met these assholes before today. <laughs> right. <laughs> wait. Yeah. I'm actually curious. Has there in, been any Mason? Because we always see the ones with with uh, with Trump, Clinton, and a few others. Kevin Spacey. But we don't ever see, like, uh, ce- celebrities. Jack. Connected. Huh? Not Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, was it Shaquille O'Neal on there? No, you don't I see just, Shaquille O'Neal. You, you don't see Brad Paisley. You don't see the late John Lewis. Right. You don't see guys in the that are known because members of the craft. A single one of us. Prince Andrew fun. is he a Mason? No. Okay. But I don't believe so. He's a douche nozzle. Oh well, yeah. He's the British I don't Crown. Of sweat. course, he's a douche nozzle. Yeah, the get Mister. I don't sweat. Oh, you need to get the hell out of here. Uh, you know, the only Israeli, thing the British crown that's no. not a douche nozzle is uh, Prince Harry or the redhead because he's kind of badass. Wait, he's the one that married Markle, right? Yep. Yeah, there's no badass left in him. He's. Have you seen him lately? He's he's like a shell of a man. You can just see it in his face. Yeah, well, you know. He but sold his to... guns because she didn't like him hunting. Like, like this dude. This dude. Uh, gave up the royal jewels for the wedding. I knew, that, than one. I knew that I was in for a treat when I typed in Freemasons connected to Epstein. Literally, the first one is traditionalcatholicsmerge.com. And the top things as Jeffrey Epstein murdered by the same Freemason elites that tirelessly infiltrate the Catholic Church. Y'all, we're just trying to have oh, a pancake breakfast. That is, that's it. Leave it. I, I won't stand to be to being associated or accused of being associated with pedophiles from the church. Right. Like no. No, no. We have a higher <laughs> standard. How dare you? Are we talking pot meat kettle here or I mean, but I mean, maybe that—that's the official story. Is—is is all of the, 
all of the sex scandals amongst the clergy are really just Freemasons who infiltrated the church. That that makes more sense. Yeah, I yeah, it's that was number I one. I love those sites. I think <laughs> I know the exact site you're on. Actually, it's one of my favorite reads. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just John. I'm uh, still sipping on the remnants of Marshall's oh, brew. Because I'm out of literally everything else. Yeah, I actually well, got some. Meat I get to rotate bro. back to hard liquor, so. Yeah. You're rotating. Well, at, two weeks ago on our yeah. show, when we had uh, uh, the Grand Commander of Connecticut on here, my old friend, John got a case of the bourbon flu. That was that was a little rough. That was bad. Yeah, I haven't had a beer or anything since Fourth of July. Um, I, but I had that sinus infection and all that stuff. I just was like, you know what? Might be a good time to dry out a little bit, you know. I've I've cut back on soda and I've drink more water. How I am having my Canada Dry. It's not tin, but it is Canada Dry. Canada Dry Tin, the official sponsor of the After Lodge podcast. Yeah, sure they still, that was a thing. Do they Same still make it? Taste only tin, refreshing calories. See, I, I don't know if they still make it, but we still get our. 27 cents on every 10 shows that we do that. So, yeah. Wait, hold on. I want to know if they still make it. They they used to send us free cases of Canada Dry 10 until Jason told them if you ever send this here again, the deal's off. So, <laughs> to be fair, that was the first time they sent us a case. We'll promote it. We won't drink it. I think, I think we censored out the section where we were drinking Canada Dry 10 on the air. Um, they don't sell it anymore, boys. I drank a half a can one time. I still regret it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at God, it was so bad. Everything, nope. Oh. Tonic water, sparkling seltzer. It was it was Jack. You remember Jack? He showed up yes. to the uh, to the first anniversary. I think it was the first one. Yeah, because Jack was driving their delivery the truck. Case of Canada Drive Ten. And yes, <laughs> and we only tried it because he had the taser. Oh, they are the worst sponsor. They yeah. say you shouldn't plug a product that you don't personally enjoy, but we were still new to the industry. So um, this week we'll talk about a sleep number bed. And, oh, God. I thought yeah. it was purple this time. Purple. Oh, no, wait. John, were you trying to get us that deal with uh, with the, the new the new uh, the new fad pill? What, what's that with the? Collagen, the, the collagen. Liberator. It's That's a liberator. It. It's a liberator pad, right? The, no, it was some collagen thing. I, I think we were supposed to be plugging. I really should do more mm. research before we get on the air. No, no, yeah, nope, that was that wasn't collagen. Silicone. It's a different. Oh, okay. it's, a, it's an adult product, but it's, it's something different. Ah, got it, got it. I thought it, they moved away be, from it silicone. It might be kind of pill shaped. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> <laughs> A little easier to swallow if it's rounded. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just here to help. I thought you were supposed to keister it. <laughs> That's Wait, what, what I was doing? Wait, what was that from? That's from a movie. It's got to be. What? I thought you were supposed to keister it. That's from a movie. It's got to be. No, but that's no. That should be. No, I mean that's from the After Lodge podcast. <laughs> Begging yeah. for a pegging. Mm. Anyways, it's it's ten o'clock, boys. 
Anything yeah, else bring before? Yeah, for almost two hours. And regardless of the time, the show has gone so far off the rails that it might as well be midnight. Yeah, <laughs> it's midnight somewhere. It's midnight on the After Lodge podcast, Harlan. All right. Well, uh, worshipless producer, we're, how we're, goes we're, the hour? Uh, low 12. Yes. Very, very, very low. low. All right, gentlemen. I suppose uh, I know the the old uh, stage hook when I see it. So um, as much fun as this has been, we will have to wait until uh, next week to continue this after lodge banter. Uh, we might actually have no wait. We don't have lodge again until August. That's sad. Are you coming next time, Bruce? I mean, I don't know. Is there going to be some stuff like there was last time? Probably. <laughs> there always yes, is. I'll be there. <laughs> When is there not? The uh, answer should always be, I should be at Lodge every time. Coronavirus is gone. I'll be there. Really? I don't. It's, it's never going to be gone, Bruce. You're, you're, I'll, I'll, I'll probably be there next time, Harlan. I'm not making any promises. That's it for episode 250 me. of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com or the contact form on the website, which thank you, Tiki Jack, for reminding me that that was there, and uh, hmm. I'm checking that now. Um, Facebook? Wait yeah, Facebook you, can, page. you can hang out with me on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign Freemasonry, or if you're extra cool, join us in the live chat next Wednesday on YouTube, and we still don't have a uh, Reddit alternative but uh, still taking ideas. So hopefully we'll get some before next week, brothers. We're going to do something with that. See you next time. Later. 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 Slash it. <laughs>